dig. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. On today's episode... I honestly like to party and they don't give a fuck. So it's like if you're dying around them, you're just straight up square, you know? You go to an ice cream parlor and you're like, I want just as many skips as you can fit in that fucking cup. And not surprisingly, a lot of the names have something to do with weed. Damn, gremlins are going to fuck that boat up, son. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Things We Dig podcast. As always, I'm the other Chris. Thanks for stopping by. It's Dave. Hey, can't wait to dig on all you guys. It's Alex. Hey, hey, Chris Fig here. And this week, we are missing our fifth member, the always wonderful Steve. He's in the process of moving back to the States from Japan right now. So Yeah, we can't um, wait to see him. Yeah, we miss you, buddy. Start things off this week, though. I'm going to pass it off to Alex for some current news and digs. First off, Halo. Gotta say, Halo just dropped. For the listeners out there, it might be a week later, but how many scoops are you guys excited for this? Oh, I mean... Off the Richter. Yeah, like, (laughs) you go to an ice cream parlor and you're like, I want just as many scoops as you can fit in that fucking cup, dude, and then put the rest in another cup. (laughs) It's like, yeah, keep it coming. Your mom's like, it's your birthday. You can have as many scoops as you want. And she <laughs> underestimated my love for ice cream and <laughs> but, Halo. So. so we're excited because Halo, this is Halo 5. Correct me if Six. I'm wrong. Six. Holy shit. Yes. Wow. So Halo 6 and it's long awaited. Supposed to come out probably a year ago. Um, and then COVID really fucked all that up. Or the developers wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be another flop like Cyberpunk or something. But exciting. Chris, you've played it. I have, man. I played the campaign for, I don't know, five to ten hours now. And God damn, is it really good. So if you're a fan of Halo, you're going to dig this one for sure. Multiplayer is really dope, too. They just need to fucking add a Slayer playlist. So if you're out there listening, Bungie, put in a Slayer playlist. So coming from an individual who has not really played the franchise a whole lot this is like a continuation of like the previous five halos like it's is there anywhere in like the story that it's like taking place maybe you know not too many spoilers with it but kind of what's like the like the the big draw to the sixth game the story is a continuation all the way from the first halo through this one it's been you know one continuous thing uh this game is kind of a call back to the past in terms of like the gameplay it feels like halo 2 and 3 which people are raving about and it's just dope man open world it seems like the story is going to be not as convoluted as four and five mm. so I'm really happy yeah i i hear the brutes are back and from what I've played as far as multiplayer, the brief bit I've played, it's all nostalgia from the first Halo and graphics are dope. So I'm stoked for it, man. I'll be honest, though, I hadn't played a first person shooter really or Halo in years. So I still am not too good, but I'm getting better. <laughs> I feel like, dude. But uh, yeah, I had to knock some rust off. What's your sure. rank, bro? Dude, I don't even Silver? know if I'm ranked. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Zero. <laughs> Then you're definitely a ro- a, ro- a noob. There's a, <laughs> I'm say a rookie. Sorry. So there's a ranking system in in like Halo. Like you can be like a certain number or a certain color or level or what is that all about? Yeah. So you can play just unranked matches, just 
quick matches or custom games, play whoever you want. And then there's also ranked arenas, four on four. And yeah, you play 10 games and they give you a rank. Each game you play, once you're ranked, you go either up or down in rank. And there's different levels like gold, one, two, three, four, five, platinum, one, two, three, four, five. And uh, you get little rewards for getting to the next tier. For killing a bunch of dudes. Murder. (laughs) I always wonder when I'm playing and just like, and doing terrible sometimes like on a bad streak dude and i'll just see everybody like stacking kills and i'm just stacking deaths and i'll see somebody and i'll be so close to murdering a man and somebody will take the kill and i'll get so frustrated and just be like fuck and every time i just imagine i'm playing with a bunch of children <laughs> so it's a bunch of like 12 year olds just murdering me dude <laughs> oh yeah you can usually try and buy the name that the person has and not surprisingly a lot of the names have something to do with weed um i swear i swear man it's like it's like the numbers 69 and 420 here a lot (laughs) yeah 69 billy bong 69 huh fucking 12 year old over here man (laughs) right on man well you know those of you who love the fucking halo franchise i bet this is a huge huge excitement for you guys so that's awesome news to hear Yes, yeah, so I also recently saw that Kevin, is it, I believe it's Feige. I always said Fage, but I believe I'm wrong. <laughs> Kevin Feige. Yeah, it's Feige. Okay. He announced that Charlie Cox will be back as Daredevil in the MCU, but he was very vague about where and when we'd see him. And I'm pretty excited about that because I loved him as Daredevil and John Bernthal's Punisher. So that kind of leaves the door open for him to come back too. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you guys hear about this? What are your thoughts on that shit? Dude, I did hear about that. And yeah, I'm very excited too as well because I thought he played Daredevil slash Matt Murdock really fucking well, man. I mean, that Daredevil series is probably my number one Netflix series ever. Maybe slightly ahead of Stranger Things, but... Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's just, it's that good. And yeah, I'm very curious of what he will be for the MCU. I mean, a lot of people were speculating he'd be in Spider-Man, you know, being Peter Parker's lawyer, maybe make a small cameo there, but really happy that he's going to come back. Maybe he, we will see him eventually with Spider-Man because I know in the comic books, they are, uh, they're a team up, you know, pretty often. So that'd be pretty dope to see. Because the villain, the main villain in Daredevil, bald, big ball dude, help me remember his name, you guys. Kingpin. 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 Yeah, he is. He shows up in a lot of Spider-Man mm-hmm. uh, stories, um, and he was also into the Spider-Verse, right? He was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, that's cool. I thought it was rumored too that he might make an appearance in this Hawkeye film. I could be wrong about that. Uh, I thought the, I saw that the show, somewhere. the series. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, dude. Honestly, dude, I could be wrong. Not about to deviate. That, though, I thought I saw a rumor. Or something we should. Out you there guys should watch it. that show. It's out. I already. haven't given it a chance yet. It's a series, not a movie. It. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Vincent, I, I believe it's, I don't know how to say his last name. Dion, Frio, Dono Frio. Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. There you go. Fucking always with the backup. Big. <laughs> uh, he played Kingpin amazingly. So yeah. I would love to see him come back. And I agree with Chris. The Netflix Daredevil is probably my favorite Netflix series. And Charlie Cox played Daredevil so well that in my mind to see someone else do it at this point would be like weird. It would be mm-hmm. like someone else playing I don't know, Captain America while Chris Evans is like, you just finished. You'd be like, what? You know, like this is, and I mean, I know Falcon's about to be Captain America, but I'm talking about someone being recast as Steve Rogers right now. I have to admit though, and confess, I've never watched uh, Daredevil. So, I mean, Mm. you guys give it such high praise. I need to watch that, man. Well, like they said, it, 
it honestly skyrocketed every other Marvel show on Netflix. I feel like, like Daredevil started it off for all of those. When those shows came out, I thought that and the Punisher looked like they were worth watching. I didn't think Iron Fist looked what's the word like enticing to for me for whatever yeah. reason dude i thought that might be a little lame what's the the other one with the dude who's just like really strong luke cage, I thought that is, looked good. Luke, cage. luke cage is a pretty good series iron fist definitely was the lower tier of those episodes and i never watched jessica jones but I, i've heard yeah. pretty good things about it jessica jones was good man they had a uh, Kilgrave, the villain he was a really good villain I would recommend that. But you're right, Dave. Uh, you have good intuition because Daredevil and the Punisher were the, were the top two of it for sure. John Bernthal as the Punisher is amazing. That yeah, dude, dude I, I would say uh, I love him John, as an actor. John Bernthal in anything, man. And that dude is crazy. I used to listen to Joey Diaz's podcast and he had him on, dude. And just hearing like his stories and stuff, too, is very interesting. He's an intense guy. Yeah, I thought, I mean, Walking Dead, he played an amazing yeah. character on that and was super emotional and crazy and sadly died. But it's it, it made his, his career yeah. even better after that. Nice. Well, Charlie Cox, glad you're back in the MCU. Really uh, hoping to see you on alongside of with Spider-Man, maybe against Kingpin. All right, fellas. Well, in other news, it was uh, recently just announced that there's going to be a 20th reunion on HBO Max. They're going to bring in a bunch of the cast members. Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grant are going to come back, along with you know a few other supporting cast members. That creepy-ass janitor. The janitor, yeah, Mr. Filch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be cool. I think this is the first time the whole cast has been together since... I think the last movie came out. So it's going to be a pretty cool reunion special. It's going to be dropped on New Year's Day. So that should be pretty good. Have you guys seen that announcement? And if so, what do you guys think about it? I have not heard about it, but I don't even think my wife knows. And she is going to pee her panties about this. Huge uh, pothead. Huge, <laughs> huge potterhead. Huge potterhead. What is this reunion about? Is it just everybody talking, having asking questions or... Is that it? Is it just an event to bring everybody back a reunion? Yeah, I mean, I, I just I saw the trailer for it and, you know, a few articles. I mean, I, I didn't dig too deep into it. So I'd imagine it's pretty much like, you know, other reunion of a, a movie or a TV show, maybe like the Friends, for example, bringing cast members on, maybe asking them questions. And, you know, of course, just seeing these characters slash actors together again. And but yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, for Harry, po Harry Potter fans, it's crazy to think that the first movie came out 20 years ago. Like Damn. we were essentially almost teenagers at that point, which is kind of crazy for me to think like 20 years ago, this movie started. And I mean, it's still taking the world world by storm i mean harry potter mm -hmm. it's it reminds me of like star wars or you know maybe something like lord of the rings where it's like these franchises really never die out they they go on for a long long time just because people have such a fascination and love for these stories slash characters i think we're also at a like gen a point in time where it's like generational that harry potter was like our come up for like our generation you know especially oh like God. around our age you know Dude. so i feel like a lot of people are having children and have kids who are at an age now where they can read and so i'm sure all these parents are just giving them the books and then introducing them to these movies which it still hasn't been too far out and even for the technology that was around for the films it still holds up pretty well nowadays oh, yeah. especially if you're like a kid watching it you know mm -hmm. harry potter i think 
I mean, I love Star Wars over Harry Potter, but I feel like Harry Potter is 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 bigger than than all of them. Only because as as an ex teacher in the school and the teaching realm, every woman teacher out there for the most part, dude, Harry Potter everywhere, man. We're talking the sorting always, hat, different houses. I like Harry Potter, but I've always only watched the movies, and I still haven't finished all the movies. But I will say, like, if you didn't read the books, there is a part of you that's like damn like the people who have read the books like have that bond of just like loving that world and reading the books first before they ever saw the movies and stuff man and i just did not do that and i didn't fall into that world man so i missed out the money to be made though if you look at it though is insane with merchandise and and even people that are doing things on the side so like going back i mean the fact that jk rowling has made an empire off of these stories and for all you out there um if you guys could hear my harry potter song it's pretty fucking epic we'll Special do we'll nine make, productions put a, we'll we're put gonna a make an edit right here and uh, for all, yeah in. for all of you guys uh listening out there alex's harry potter song that he created is gonna play now House and we're throwing it down to the hottest seven books that be rolling around. It's about to get magical, oh so quick. I'll be hotter than the potters with that golden snitch. So let's grab our brooms and get our cloaks and go flying as I take it to the place where some wizards be hiding. And that was Maybe. the song, guys. What'd you guys think? You guys it? still holds up. And read the Harry Potter books, guys. Alrighty, so those were uh, some pretty good announcements, man. Excited for it all. But I'm gonna hand the shovel on over to Chris and he'll take us into our next topic. All right, guys. So this week I picked the movie Tremors, which all of you know, I've kind of been hinting at for a long time because it's uh, one of my favorites, man. I don't really recall the first time I saw it, but I watched it as a little kid and I fucking loved it ever since. For those of you unfamiliar with Tremors, it takes place in small town Paradise, Nevada and follows a couple of uh, handymen who are like, I don't know, down on their luck or live paycheck to paycheck, Val and Earl, which is uh, Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward. And they decide, hey, man, we're going to get the hell out of here, start our lives over somewhere else. But right before they can leave town, there's a series of like really weird deaths, but they seem, you know, not like murders at first. And things escalate quickly to where they're uh, fighting against gigantic ancient worms so it sounds like a strange storyline but it's a fucking awesome action comedy movie one of my all-time favorites i consider it a classic wondering what are you guys' thoughts on this movie and do you also consider it a classic <laughs> dave yeah i mean i hope you guys uh had some eggs to go down with that kevin bacon <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hash browns, for no, me, bro. but um, I think it's a uh, it's funny because I remember watching this film as a kid and just being from Henderson or Las Vegas area desert. You know, it always made it a little hit a little bit closer to home with a movie like this going playing out in the desert and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. but um, it's a it's a fun movie. It's a good movie. What are the what's the creature called? It's like grandoids or something. Graboids. Like graboids because they grab you. They grab you. <laughs> Yeah, dude. and it's the uh, the the grocery store owner who, co- who calls it that. He's trying to come up with a name for oh. like it's like a little subplot in the movie. Okay, cool. I saw the uh, the dad from Family Ties is in this film, and fun little fact: he's the only actor who is in all five of 
the Tremors franchise films. Damn, See, the homie with all the guns. Five? Yeah. Nice. And I guess all the rest of them besides like two is probably the second best. And I think they gradually just get worse as they were released, but it'd almost be fun to watch the full franchise, dude, and just see how it evolves. That's uh, Michael Gross and he plays Burt Gummer. Who, yeah, Alex is the, the gun guy. The crazy gun, the guy. gun guy, yeah. I was going to talk about that early, uh, later. I forgot that Reva McIntyre plays yeah. his wife in the Holy first shit. one. She's super young, dude. Super yeah. young. I didn't know I that know. was her. Holy yeah, shit. And she's, she's so pretty, young. Yeah, she's like a... I, I, when, I, I didn't notice and I looked up the cast. I was like, Reba McIntyre's in it? And... <laughs> I watched the movie and like I had to like go back and realize like oh like it was his wife I'm like I she just played such a kind of like a calm down version of the Reba McIntyre you know we all know now you know kind of I mean she had a little bit of the, her essence in it but I was like oh shit I didn't even know like no. it looked like her now that when I saw her I was like oh okay of course that's Reba McIntyre but as I was watching it I just I didn't realize that was her so it was kind of funny I just found that out today nice I thought that definitely great movie i remember watching it of course and long time ago my dad definitely got me into it but i think i almost thought it was going to be way cheesier like it was such a long time since i saw it that i remember it being so much cheesier and when i watched it i i i I loved it it was a great movie like it held up Mm -hmm. Um, it'd been so long since I've seen it, but um, for so many other reasons we'll talk about later, it was just a through and through good comedy, fun, scary. I mean, when 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 my wife looked it up, it, it labeled it as like a Western horror. I was like a Western horror. Yeah, I, I like, saw that too. I was like, that's so weird to me. I'm like, it's not a horror. It's in it's in the West, right? It's in the desert. Um, this fictional town in Nevada, but yeah, it was a great choice, man. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I'm glad we found got to it, Chris because I truly have not seen this movie since I was a kid man I mean you guys all had mentioned it you know it was kind of a dad's movie right not saying that women can't watch this movie but I just specifically remember my dad and uncles watching this movie and I'm not gonna lie it did terrify me as a kid that that cover the VHS tape VHS fuck the <laughs> s tape fucking scared me man you look at it and it's pretty fucking scary and, and i remember thinking like you guys were saying like we lived out in henderson you know the desert and be, you know almost being somewhat scared of like you know playing not that we were playing out in the desert a whole lot but you know the, our surroundings and whatnot but i just remember thinking it was so scary and watching it this go around it it's still definitely a tense movie but i'm like oh like it's kind of you know similar to like say the goosebumps TV franchise you used to think it was like terrifying as a kid and you watch it now and you're like oh it's not as scary as I you know remember obviously because I'm not a kid anymore but I will say for yourself (laughs) I'd say it is a classic man I think it's a really underrated you know horror slash monster movie man but it's also uh too I don't know why but I always when I was a kid used to tie the movie trimmers together with the scene from Beetlejuice where she opens the door and it's like all sand and there's sand those sandworms you know i used to for whatever yeah i used to tie those together as a kid though as like scary creatures that coexisted together dude (laughs) it it really is twisted that beetlejuice scene man it's pretty fucked up dimension Pretty trippy. Oh, yeah. I, th- yeah. I-, I thought you were going to say City Slickers, Dave, because I used to get, I don't know why, I'd, I'd get Tremors and City Slickers mixed up as a kid. I was like, <laughs> is that, are these movies show. with the worms? Like, no, nah, this is Billy Crystal. This is a different <laughs> movie, son. Searching for some treasure. <laughs> Isn't the guy from Home, uh, Home Alone in that too? Yeah, he is. <laughs> 
Uh, the tall and then guy. You got the, and then you got Curly, the old man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, Chris, you picked this movie. Why do you think it's uh, such a cult classic film? Because I know when I was kind of researching this, and I kind of felt this way too, just about watching it growing up. But uh, from all the research I saw, it's, this movie holds up and people just still fucking love it till this day. I agree with Fig. Like I was introduced to this movie by both my uncles. They loved it and watched it a lot uh, when I was a kid. So me and my brother always watched it. And I just feel like it's a, a classic movie that has stood the test of time. I think that they did a really, really good job with the practical effects in it. And that's why you can watch it today and it still is just as good as back then because it's, it's, I mean, it was, it's, it was cheesy when it was made. So the cheese you get from it now is like that same cheese, but you don't look at the practical effects and go like, oh my God, this was made in the fucking 90s. You're like, oh, like, you know, the action's a little cheesy, but it's cool. And I talked to so many people who have seen this movie and you rarely meet someone who's like, oh, Tremors, that movie sucked. I mean, maybe if you'd never seen it before and you just saw it today, you'd be like, the fuck? Yeah. But like my wife, who I was watched it with her last night. She's like, oh, my dad used to watch this all the time. I mean, my sister watched it with him. She's like, I love this movie. So it's just, uh, it's a classic, man, for yeah. sure. A dad movie, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that summed it up pretty well. Dad movie. I feel like, I feel like practical effects are what make the complete difference, for sure, man. And especially in the older films like this, it almost gives you more of an appreciation that, like, for at the times you did have to go to those lengths just to make the film more believable. You know what I'm saying? But I think you got to have a good combination of both nowadays, like technology with good practical old school effects as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought the, the effects, man, the fact that, yeah, you could tell it was probably a floppy looking rubber fake, you know, snake, but the fact that it was real, it wasn't CGI, it was really there. So yeah, it looked like a dead, slimy, squirmy looking thing with a fucking crazy, those crazy <laughs> teeth man reminded me of like starship troopers type teeth if you remember that oh yeah dude yeah, for sure yeah. on, the, on the arachnoids <laughs> yeah it was like just big ass claws but yeah um i liked that every time it started off with a tiny not tiny but a little a little worm and they got bigger and bigger and there was always a bigger one and and i think the sequels show that they get even bigger um yeah but... graboids baby come out <laughs> the, the se- toilet and bite your dick off but i feel like this this movie was our arguably one of those movies that kind of paved the way for these other and and those movies are even more cheesier but the sharknados and stuff like that but tremors one is actually a great movie and if it got cheesier and cheesier cool but kevin bacon he's not going to be in any movie he's going to be in the movie i don't know why but when i think of tremors 2 arachnophobia pops in my mind where i don't know if those were around the same timeline or something it's funny when you say that is when i when you search tremors one of the movies that pops up in that more like this is arachnophobia. Is the is the director of arachnophobia the same one who did Tremors? That'd be wild. Probably um, not. Yo, guess who directed Chris? You know who directed Tremors? Dude, I honestly, I don't know off the top. Okay, of mind. you guys ready to believe? Mind blown. Let's hear it. Fucking Ron Howard. Oh, Ron. there you oh, go, dude. That's why it's such nah. a great movie, nah, man. Dude. Yeah. Nah, Ron Underwood. I hey, I gotta throw this out there. <laughs> say, I tricked you. Sorry. Oh. I was like, dude. <laughs> I know it's Ron Underwood. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I feel like we would have we would have known dude. that. Right when you said it, I searched it and I was like, what? I was like. 
like Alex misread. I that. wanted to see if anybody really knew. I'm sorry. I gotta say that I think Tremors Two is almost as equally good of a movie. Not quite, but it's a great fucking solid sequel. And then after Tremors Two, they fall off a sharp cliff in quality. But Tremors Two is dope. So if you're gonna watch the first one, check out the second, baby. Yeah, I'd say I don't remember the second one as. I mean, I'm I'm sure I've seen it, of course, but I don't remember it as well as the first one. So. Dude, there's a scene from the second one that I thought was in the first that I really uh, was sad is where they they hook up the bombs that they use in the first one. They make them again in the second and they strap them to RC cars and drive them around until yeah. the fucking thing eats them and blows them up. Fucking classic scene. <laughs> I think I used to watch Trimmers 2 more than the original when I was a kid. Dude, you guys don't want to know. There's like seven or eight Tremors, yo. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. One of them's oh, yeah. a prequel. There's one there's like a giant worm. Yeah. There's, there's one, one they that's fly. in the water. Tremors. Dude, they, they eventually like evolve into things that are like two-legged on land, like weird looking creatures. Yeah, they make one that's like an ostrich almost at one point that can fly for short uh, distance and they call it an ass blaster. That's not even uh, a <laughs> You guys uh, oh, doing a little research. There's one called Tremors Shrieker Island or Shriker Island and Napoleon Dynamite motherfucking John Header, Header? is in it. It's like, okay. How old is that? Dude, this guy, is guy's 2020. Kind of fell off after Napoleon. Oh, 2020? 2020. Tremors Shriker Island. Wow, I want to watch. I want to watch that. I believe it's pronounced Shrieker Island. (laughs) Just uh, you know, for the fans out there. I know Shrieker (laughs) Island. Do they do they ever explain where they come from? Like they're just ancient sort of creatures. Like in a in the sequels, do they ever like explain why the Tremors are there? No, if the furthest I ever got that they were like prehistoric, and I think that some point they had said that they were like asleep or hibernating or something, and that modern construction welcome up mm. i could be butchering that but that's i remember that's hearing like that somewhere the gears of war uh origin story yeah exactly gears, i gears think they said uh, <laughs> i think they said all the fracking in the area awoken them right yeah because they they talked about that a little bit right the seismologist uh that one character she was like like oh there's all these like <laughs> oh sorry dude i was gonna say the best part of the whole movie though is when the girl fucking falls down and the barbed wire gets wrapped around her pants and he pulls her out of her pants and then she's just running in her underwear and then when he's like fixing her up she has like the tiny little barbed wire cuts and he's got this little like oil thing that he's just like painting the wounds with (laughs) it's like putting iodine on her cuts and i thought the same thing dave that was one of the only like cringe cheesy moments where you're like oh they just had to like oh this is our cute female lead we just got to get her to be in some underwear at some point somehow i know know? and it was the strangest the strangest situation like they could have done it um, any other way but she just happens to fall with barbed wire that gets conveniently wrapped around her pants and he's like come on i'll help you and pulls her out of her pants. so awkward and weird you're like you could have just not had this we would all yeah. we all been fine i was like if barbed wire got strapped around her leg it would just like had shred her up oh, she it had, like ripped her up had, like little baby cuts so i mean you know this movie it's it's a monster movie it was made in the 90s i mean like you said some people might be like oh this movie you know is is corny or, or hokey but i don't know maybe it's just a nostalgia thing to me but i mean it's still i mean i think the two leads you know do a really great job you kind of enjoy all of the characters you know together and then they're, they're teaming up and you know you really want these people to survive and there's some funny lines and just kind of like really out there sort of like acting i mean of course kevin bacon 
you know, kills it in this movie. But I mean, yeah, I mean, this movie's just an all around fun time. Dude, Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward have amazing chemistry in this movie. It's just fun to watch them just riff off each other. Like you watching them, you do think that they're just two kind of like free spirited friends who've just been, you know, hey, we got beer money and a roof over our heads. We're good to go. Like uh, they just played that so well. I, I really do. Yeah. I like the Dude. quote he said about basically like not being able to help at the moment because you always have something planned. So if they sit there and they're like, hey, can you help us out? And they're like, ah, oh, no, we got somewhere to be. He's like, that's the idea. If you always have something to do, then you, you don't actually have to help out in the now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking funny. Were they brothers or just friends? Could just you- friends. Uh-huh. Just friends. Yeah. I thought he said older brother at one point, And I thought like the chemistry that they could be brothers. But um, I think they felt like that, you know, like kind of he was an older brother to him, but they're not biologically now. They mm-hmm. were uh, just homies. Um, well, one thing that I believe Fig brought up in the group chat, and I know we spoke about it earlier, but uh, John Bernthal, dude, who was the Punisher, he was also in The Walking Dead. He strikes a, he has a very striking resemblance to Fred Ward. It's kind of crazy, dude. It looks like they could play father and son. Yeah, because in my head, I was watching, I'm like, man, he just reminds me, like, the attitude wise and like they look so much alike like in my head i'm like are they father and son or, or related in somehow and, and they obviously are is not it that jawline or something they just got the eyes it is their and, face their eyes for sure and just uh you know they have that rough exterior type of personalities mm-hmm. you know but it's like deep down they're like oh like kind of soft-hearted too as well but dude if they're if they've never been in the movie together i feel like they should man because they would make perfect father and son cat yeah i just love how they in the movie they make it they make it seem like a a kind of a a nice dream or oasis idea of just two dudes hanging out making breakfast rock paper scissoring figuring out what they got to do that sounded so weird rock paper scissoring each other (laughs) they were rock paper they were rock paper doing rock paper scissors to decide what who's making breakfast like having a great time just being fucking scrubs man 1990s and they were like hey man dudes can scissor too you know <laughs> pioneers Dude, yeah that's a straight that's a straight up early 90s bro down man nothing wrong they were, with that dude oh. it was beautiful man so would you guys think tremors holds up to let's say some of these other classic monster movies jaws jurassic park you guys mentioned arachnophobia would you guys put it in the same tier of monster movies i was just gonna say i think it's definitely a it's worthy of classic status, but I think it's almost like in a different category as like, say, a Jaws or something that's, or like the movie Alien, you know, or, or movies like that that are a little bit more serious, you know? Because this one too, I wouldn't say like hokey, but like, you know, they do throw in like more of the lighthearted kind of angle to the horror genre. So it does, it's it's definitely very nostalgic. And I, I do believe that it, you have to give this movie it's due for sure man but it is i feel like i i hold it in a different kind of category compared to some of those other films yeah, I would agree with Dave completely. Like the the fact that it is a comedy, you know, it's even billed as that when you look it up on some level. Kind of sets it apart from those. It is, you know, hokey or cheesy on some level, but I love it. I definitely think it's in the conversation with those other movies. Like when you bring them up, you're going to talk about this too. But I don't think it's as, as equal to or greater than them. It's like just once, it's just right there, you know, a very close second place. But uh, it is a classic, but not, not on that level. Yeah, I think Tremor 
Lawrence for sure kind of hit that cult classic aspect. And I mean, maybe maybe everybody knows Jaws a little more if you asked everybody, but Jaws doesn't have as many movies or as many sequels, at least. So that's kind of saying something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with you guys. I mean, it definitely is. I would say it's it's underrated and, you know, maybe for a reason, you know, why it's underrated. I mean, Jaws, Jurassic Park, I mean, as monster movies go, those are probably top tier. But, you know, going back on the special effects for these movies, I mean, everything was, it seemed pretty much practical. I mean, I, I don't recall anything maybe being any form of like CG or, or whatnot, but I thought they, I mean, I love when movies did that, you know, have the practical effects movies. And we had mentioned, it just makes it feel more real rather than seeing e- even the bad CGI still sometimes feels like CGI like the new Jurassic World movies you know the they look great like the dinosaurs look great but there's still some aspect to them that you're like it looks CGI even though it looks pretty spectacular mm-hmm. it's still CGI where Tremors I mean seeing these things pop out of the ground and you know Alex you were saying like yeah it might be just this flimsy you know kind of practical like wiring but it, it you know it looks pretty real like look mm-hmm. like real monsters of what you think these desert creatures would be so I do miss, you know, 80s, 90s. I mean, anything prior to CGI, but I think 80s and 90s did monster movies. I know Jaws was in the 70s, but I just think they did monster movies that much better just because of the graphics they used. Yeah. What if? What would you guys think if you could remember a, a point with, with Tremors, that the special effects point that you thought was really cool? I mean, for me, when you see like the worm go under like the wooden boards and it makes like yeah. the wooden boards do like the wave, <laughs> it's, it's funny, but it's also really really cool like you know if something's going under the wooden boards it makes it like move like a piano key or something and they're like running away all fast but shit like that is fun (laughs) to see but it's also funny at the same time because it and i think tremors meant to do that like it it meant to be scary but even kevin bacon being like as crazy as he was like it all it all made sense but that that was cgi was not cgi that was a that was a good scene dude because that part now that you say that like visually it did make me laugh but exactly like you said though it still was like my brain was like fuck like what would you do what if you get hit by that do you just fly you know (laughs) know, they just like go flying got a force (laughs) behind it (laughs) i always thought it was cool when they had scenes that had the actors with the worm all in one big wide shot because you know a lot of times those movies at the time would like do a a quick cut of just the monster or just whatever and you know it'd be a model that's like this fucking big you know tiny like they would do but then when you see like oh at the one point I, I forget his name the guy who owned the shop the Asian man he gets swallowed oh, up yeah. by the worm and he's yeah. in its mouth and it goes back down into the ground so you're like oh they had a gigantic you know 10 foot nice. worm thing built up or when it busts through the wall in Bert's basement and it's him and his wife in the shot with it and they're shooting it and like all the bullet holes are blasting in it and the goo is going oh, yeah. everywhere you're like, damn, the, the practical effects guys on this movie had their shit together, man. They did a really good job. Mm-hmm. It was well done. One scene, it didn't, it wasn't a scene with the actual monster. It was a scene where the monster was going back into its hole, and there was a shot where and I'm not even sure how they did this, but it looked like the camera was like pushed through like a hole and it, it was looking, it was in the perspective of the monster. Like you're, you're viewing the scene from the monster's eyes and it was like going through the hole, chasing them. It was a scene where the very end where they're like running away from it and you get a glimpse of what the monster sees in the hole. And this reminded me of like Bugs Bunny. You know how Bugs Bunny like travels through like yeah. different places and he ends up in like Mexico or something. Just had that vibe to me. And I just thought it was a really 
cool kind of uh, thought process they had shooting that scene because you're like, oh, this is what the monster sees. When they're running away, the monster is in this hole, like just just barreling through, you know, the earth essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the view that, that it showed. I mean, only a little bit, but obviously it was just plowing through dirt. I mean, also shout out to the cinematography too, man. It might've been, I know it took place in Nevada and they filmed it in California, but the shots of the mountains and the town, man, it definitely felt like Northern Nevada. It was, it was some beautiful fucking scenery. Really quick one shot that stood out to me was when they are jumping with the, um, they're doing the pole vaulting and they had like the sunset in the background. They're all three pole vaulting at the same time across. Like there's, there was some really cool cinematography shots mm-hmm. that peppered Dude, in throughout it for sure. That makes a movie to me. Like even mm-hmm. if it was like that at all that range and it just has great shots of mountains and just beautiful wildlife hell yeah dude for sure i always wondered you know because we i know i live in california now but grew up in you know las vegas area nevada southern nevada my head always wondered like what do people in like northeast nevada like what is that like what is that all about and watching this movie i'm like oh this is what (laughs) how people live in those sections is very sort of secluded you know more rural kind of areas and Mm -hmm. it's funny because people enjoy you know teach their own but living that lifestyle like hey i just want to be secluded i know a few people in town they're essentially a family right i mean i don't know if that's how it really is but in the movie they essentially were a family they might mm-hmm. not like one another you know all the time but you know going they to the really- shop going to the yeah. restaurant the gas station i'm like oh people really do enjoy living that kind of lifestyle you know just secluded hey i just want to you know the the guy from family ties we're talking about him and his wife reba mcintyre they loved <laughs> you know there are people like that who just love that type of lifestyle you know so i'm just it was cool to kind of get that <laughs> glimpse of what nevada could be there's always like one guy in that town just like cooking a shitload of meth for everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like their freedom and their privacy man it was that fucking <laughs> boy that little shithead boy that <laughs> I, was, I was like i don't I, I wouldn't care if he uh he got eaten i really wouldn't care man. the fucking boy yeah. who cried wolf dude then he yeah. finally yeah. got attacked and they all were like yeah good kid fuck man the, the little girl on the pogo stick i don't know if you guys recognized her but she oh was the girl from jurassic park too man so she was uh oh. hitting is mom. that kirsten dunst no i I've, i'm forgetting her name right she now was uh but yeah the the she's a teenager in jurassic park oh she's that's not kirsten dunst in jurassic park you're thinking bad. jumanji bro yeah i was Damn, thinking dude. jumanji i was that yeah. chick is unlucky man oh <laughs> yeah. yeah man she uh if you're ever on a trip with her just leave right away monsters are coming like nope <laughs> Be good. You gonna die. Yeah, I thought, I mean, all in all, I love that it was in Nevada and it, it kind of kind of had that that scenery and not just, you know, Vegas, Nevada, but like I still wanted to look up. It was a, a fictional city. Perfection but, is where yeah. they lived in the movie. Yeah, but so it's funny is that when you look it up, Tremors is so popular that there is a Tremors wiki. So when I looked up Perfection oh, yeah. Nevada, it had legit descriptions that would confused me if it was real or not because it was in the wiki world of Tremors. I didn't watch... I didn't watch it but there was an interview a recent one like within the last year or so I think it was of Kevin Bacon and I think it was something along the lines of just how um, how big of a cult following there is to Trimmers and it was just an interview on Trimmers itself and how long it's been since that movie and I was like damn that'd probably be a pretty good interview now having just revisited the movie man I should how old was the interview watch it it's like within the last couple of years oh, I think wow. like at least the last two years yeah this is definitely one of those movies that I can see them going to like little small theaters once a year or something like sci-fi probably plays it every once a year at least I want to say dude that they'd even play it like during 
October a lot too. Like almost like a Halloween movie sometimes. Yeah. I want to watch that, them all. That vibe to it, you know, monster movie and whatnot. I could definitely see that. I agree. I got to watch them all now. I know, maybe. dude. I want to watch them all too. I say that, but <laughs> like you said, they get progressively maybe worse. But sometimes do, that makes it like good too. Like do they when not? Add that you just like have to keep watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, don't they eventually get out from underground and then eventually fly or some shit <laughs> yeah. like that? Yes, we uh, we already talked about the ass blasters. Oh, the ass blasters. Yeah, the yes. ass blasters. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The ass Trimmers blasters. five. Return I do forget the what they blasters. call them when they're the little two-legged guys with the infrared is how they see. Uh, there's the, you know, the graboids are the big ones. I've, I forget what the middle. There's the, graboids and there's ass blasters. What's the, yeah? Jingle what's what's berries. the in between? What's the jingle middle berries. position? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the prairie dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for finally entertaining me and letting us do Tremors. I'm glad it was on everyone's classic list, and for all the listeners out there, it should be on your classic list. But next, I got a little trivia game for us. So, hell yeah, man, let's do it. All right, guys, so this week for you, I have a little bit of a movie game. It's going to be based around 1990s to 2000 comedy action films. So get your brains thinking about your favorite comedy action films from the 1990s, very early 2000s. So I'm going to give you a really shitty description of a character in the film. Get a point if you can tell me the actor, a point if you can tell me the movie, and a point if you can tell me the character's name. All right? Okay. 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 Ready. Ready. Here we go. I have several of them prepared. First one, a young cop who goes to extraordinary lengths to fight illegal immigration. Oh, man. Wait, we're naming the movie and the character? And the actor. the actor, yes, three points is it, available. Is it Eddie Murphy, Los no. Angeles cop? Is it uh, Bruce Willis, John McCain? Beverly Hills. Oh, you guys are thinking small scale. Think Say larger, man. A young, a young cop who goes to extraordinary lengths to fight oh. illegal immigration. Is it, uh, is it Will Smith and Man in Black? Yes, it is. So, oh. He's Jay. His name Agent. is Jay. Agent oh, I Jay. Say, I was going to say Agent Smith. <laughs> you would have been wrong. Nice, dude. That was good. Nice, dude. So that was, Chris, that was a good one. You got all three points. You are leading, my friend. Good job. Here we go. On to question number two. This is uh, an American adventurer who explores the desert by request. By request. Indiana Jones? Nope. Oh, that was a good one, man. A desert explorer? Is it an uh, American adventurer? The yes, mummy. it is the mummy, dude. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser. Man. And I, uh, his his character's name is slipping my What's mind. What's his right name? Now. Here, let's see. We can think of it, dude. What's his name? I got Sam? it right here. Sam something. It's not Sam. Shit. It's not it's, S. Um, I can just hear the his Tom? enemy yelling from across the river his name mm-hmm. oh, hey oh. benny O'Con- yeah that one that- O'Connor. Ooh, very close o'connell david O'Connor. got it O'Connor. when you said o'connor dude it, i thought of it so he <laughs> is an american adventurer and it is that uh chick and her brother who hire him to take them through egypt because he fought there in the french foreign legion Nice. nice. That, first mu- nice. that first Mummy movie still holds up. It's man. great. Oh, I watched it recently. I'm talking about classics, movie. man. That is a fucking classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah. just 
Not to go off on too much of a tangent, but Brendan Fraser is making a renaissance right now, and I am all Fuck for yeah. it, man. Dude, all for the, people, the people love Brendan Fraser, man. That we do, Dave. Fig is kicking everyone's ass, so let's pick it up a little bit. I know, man. Yeah. Here we a, go. Yep, here we go. A wisecracking detective takes a diplomat on a sightseeing tour of L.A. Roger uh, Rabbit. R- Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Boom. Oh, yeah. oh nice, Alex. Hell yeah. Uh, that's going to be... Uh, I'm just glad Jackie the answer Chan. wasn't Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's who I'm talking about. So what is his character's name? Carter. Carter. Agent Carter. Yes, Carter. Dave got it again. <laughs> Wait, Dave did it before I did? He did. I got it right before you did. When Alex said agent, dude, I was like, I'm going for it. I, was I don't know why. It was like Carter, play. Carter, you know? <laughs> nice, nice. What was Jackie Chan's name? I think Agent Lee. Ooh, I, uh, that is oh, not. I think it. I think it was Lee. Yeah, his name's Lee. Mm. Agent Lee yes. and Agent Carter. Producers are telling me now that it is Lee. Carter. He'd <laughs> be like that. Carter. He'd be like holding something. Carter, <laughs> help me. He's <laughs> like, hold on, man. I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my dudes. On to the next question. Here we go. This is a college professor studying a meteor he doesn't understand. Uh, Meteor Man. No. Deep Deep Impact? impact. Negative. Armageddon. Action comedy, my friends. Uh, The Nutty Professor. Nor its sequel, The Clumps. Um, (laughs) Studying a meteor he doesn't know about. I thought it was Meteor Man. I thought you were like an obscure one. Give us a hint, man. Wait, wait, wait. Read the original one one Read the thing again, yeah college professor who finds himself studying a meteor that he doesn't understand my favorite martian <laughs> all right college guys professor i'm gonna give you a hint pantene pro v oh uh uh yeah it's uh david duchovny yes um, dude. yes and it's uh ah, what's the title of this movie dude mars attack oh, it's with the it's, it's with the smiley, the smiley it's with face. what's his yeah. name dude he was a sprite he was the Ah, what is that movie? Dude, this is a good something movie. Something things, something things. Uh, Highly underrated movie, dude. Not uh, things. Great movie, dude. Oh my um, gosh. It's one word title. I know. It's killing me now. I got the the actor right. <laughs> dude, what is that movie? Dude, that was a good movie. Basically, yeah, they they investigate it and it keeps growing and creating this this new biome and Yeah, the movie is Evolution. Ah, yeah, yeah I do I, remember that movie. Yeah, David Duchovny plays Ira Kane, college professor. Yes, great film. I love that you got the Pantene Pro V hint, dude. Right away, your eyes lit up. So. Yes, dude, that <laughs> was like, awesome, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, great um, movie. <laughs> all right, guys, on to the next one. A smart-ass cop has to act like his partner after they lost a lot of drugs. Let's say Twenty One Jump Street, but no, I said they lost a lot of drugs. Classic one, guys. Classic. A smart ass cop, Martin Lawrence. Yes, sir. Bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah, oh. buddy. <laughs> What's his character's name? Mike Lowry. Nope. Damn it! It's not. What is his name? Dang, I thought you were right with Mike, Mike Lowry, man. I I don't know. That is Will Smith's character, I believe. Carter. Damn. Is it Carter. <laughs> Uh, no, A.G. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> so it sounds like you guys don't know it, so I'm going to go ahead and say it is Marcus Burnett. Oh, uh, okay. Burnett. Nice. Dave, you might be creeping up on Chris, dude. Chris came out strong and he is... I fell off, man. Off, bro. Fell falling off, bro. Falling off. Okay, is there any more? 
Yeah, well, yeah, we can. Uh, I have two to three more. So however long you guys want to keep yeah. going, we can, we can sell this em. bad boys. Let's do it. This one's a little bit more obscure. It's going to be hard to get for sure, dude. My nerdy neighbor needs help with his action figures. Small uh, Honey, I shrunk Small the kids. Soldiers. Oh, damn. You can right away, Chris. Small soldiers, bro. Damn nice, it. Nice, Chris. Well, who, what actor and character am I talking about? Um, dude, I, I haven't seen that movie in forever, but. Kirsten Jones. Kirsten Tommy Dunst. Lee Jones. David gets it. Kirsten Dunst, dude. Oh. Kirsten Dunst is in that movie? Dang, I really haven't seen it in a while. Hey, and that's what we call a callback to when I fucked up a movie I thought she was in right? <laughs> <laughs> earlier in the pod. She plays Christy Fimple in that movie. So you guys both got a point. So we, we definitely nice. got to do another one now. All right, here we go, man. It's uh, another classic. Fat American man obsessed with Japanese culture. Possibly the original weeb. Oh, it's um, Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Chris Farley. Do you know his name, man? I forget his name. I forget his name. Dude. It's one it's word, dude. Isn't it a Japanese name, too? Yeah. I can't remember. Like, I think it is. I don't, you know. Taitu. Taitu? Good. I don't know. Good guess, man, but it is Haru. Haru. Hang that was close, though. Word. That was kind of close. Right, dudes. We'll do one final question for all the marbles here. Part-time thief and even part-time cowboy who takes a job from an international client. Wild Wild West. Oh, um, it's uh, Django Unchained. Oh, comedy. Actually, comedy. 1990s, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Great film, City, though. City Slickers? Nope. Getting closer. Can you repeat it one more time, please? A part-time thief and even parter-time cowboy who takes a job from an international client. Man. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Feeling stumped right now. A part-time thief and an even parter-time cowboy. He's man. both. It's one person, you know? It's just he's one person. Part-time thief. He's a part-time cowboy. It's more of a thief than a cowboy. Man. God damn. I just, you know, I'm really surprised you guys don't get this. Just, wow. Right. Surprised. Wow. <laughs> wow. To do with him? Any, oh, uh, any hints you can give us? I just did, man. That was your hint. Oh, it's, uh, it's Shanghai Noon. Yes. Oh, oh hey. see, I was like, <laughs> I <had this> <laughs> you guys all repeated the Owen Wilson. I heard wow. Owen Wilson, too, like, and I'm like, someone's right. going to get it now. Another Jackie <laughs> Chan. <laughs> Can we get a hint? You just yeah. got one. <laughs> Jackie Chan was all over these 90s comedies, man. Yeah, yeah that was uh, Owen Wilson in Shanghai New as Roy O'Bannon. So. That is underrated. Who would have ever thought that um, the first buddy one would come along with Chris Tucker? Uh, what was that movie called again? Sorry, I'm blanking. Rush Hour. Or? Rush, Rush hour. hour, dude. I wouldn't think they could top a Jackie Chan like buddy dynamic, and then they did Shanghai Noon, and I thought that was a really classic, great movie, man. Dude, well, fucking awesome job, guys. It was either Chris or Dave. We're gonna have to go back to the tapes and add them up, but uh, I honestly think it was job, Chris. Man. I think I you think guys got those got a lot faster than I thought you would. Even the ones I'm like, this will be hard, but. Dude, yeah, small soldiers, good, all, all of them. Alrighty, Chris, that was some uh, great movie game content, man. But I say, let's move it on to a one has to go. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit because one has to go. 
Um, going on the topic you were just talking about, maybe we do our favorite action comedy movies. What do you guys have? Ooh, okay. I'm going to go a little bit different than the things we've been talking about and say Eight-Legged Freaks, man. Ooh. I love that movie when it came out, especially that scene where all those kids got their dirt bikes in the desert and they're running from like the gigantic mutated jumping spiders and they're all getting taken mm-hmm. off their bikes. Uh, dope ass movie, man. Nice. For me, man, uh, I think someone had mentioned this as an answer for the movie game, but it wasn't the correct answer. But 21 Jump Street with <laughs> Channing Tatum and Jonah <laughs> Hill, man. Nice. That movie, I mean, you, I didn't really think Channing Tatum could be funny, but they make a great fucking buddy cop movie man that movie is hilarious and just really just well done movie so 21 jump street for me dude that's one of those few movies that was hollywood went through this rash of remaking everything from that era and that was one of the few that came out like really good you're like damn i'm glad they remade this Mm -hmm. um i will have to say dude where's my car uh, is <laughs> an underrated great. action comedy hella classic you're gonna have to all right man i see where you're going so i see that, you, man. that was one that i've been waiting for a sequel that's never happened at this point i'll still watch it but the sequel never happened why i don't know out of all the shitty dude, sequels out there we could have had that one it could have happened man and it's that would have been pretty awesome to be honest dude my brother and i used to watch that movie all the time man all the time <laughs> Sultan. Shibby. Same here. Shibby. Shibby. What does mine guy. say? I work with a guy named Zoltan and I just always have the urge. What? Zoltan. You work with him. a guy named Zoltan? Yeah, he's from Romania, I want to say, or somewhere in Eastern Europe. I'm Zoltan. sorry, Zoltan, if I ruined that. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I guarantee someone's done that to him before and he's the type of personality oh. that I guarantee he did not find it funny then mm. and definitely wouldn't find it funny <laughs> if I did it. Just so I never will, face. but I fucking you don't think to, you would man. Fi- you don't think he'd find it funny uh no i don't he's he doesn't have that type of humor man <laughs> but I, I really want to do it to him i just well, goddamn. if he ever quits i'm doing it hope you listen to the pod zoltan. on his last day it's like yeah. later zoltan yeah zoltan. <laughs> what do you got dave i'm gonna say shit action comedy underrated i'm gonna go with the other guys with will ferrell and mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. Okay. A little repeat from last week's episode. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Alex, that remember. was your pick, right? For uh, buddy cop movies. Yeah. But still a good movie. Great action comedy. <laughs> I, right. was drawing, I was drawing a massive blank, man. And Ambitious. that just popped in my head. Yeah, it is. It is, it is another callback. Well, Dave, uh, even with your callback, you're an unoriginal piece of shit. So I'm going to have to oh. vote your movie off the island, buddy. <laughs> what was your What was your pick? Um, My pick was Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's all right. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Realize how dope it is, and then you fucking ran out of steam there, huh? Um, I just I'm like gonna, David Arquette. I'm gonna jump on that that uh, one's got to go boat with Chris and send Dave Ooh. off. I'm sorry, bro. Whoa, this was your pick last week, man. <laughs> I voted it off last week. Oh, and I'm voting it off this week. Oh, damn. This is sorry, Dave. Well, personal. Now. I'm. I want to give my vote, and my vote's eight-legged freaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still have to leave the island, and I'm going to send one of my giant spiders on the boat with you, so <laughs> have fun. 
Wait, I want to change my movie to The Last Action Hero. The Last, <laughs> the action, last hero. action Hero. Oh, great movie. Might still be alive if you thought Runner that sooner. Up. Yeah, that is a great movie, Dave. You totally I was drawing a blank. I was drawing a blank. <laughs> you oh, fucked man. up, man. It's too late. The boat is already sailing off, man. Sorry. <laughs> Later. Sorry, right. I understand. Alrighty, fellas, I have another topic for us. For one has to go. What is your favorite classic monster from a movie and or TV show or maybe a book? Ooh, I'm going to start this one off and say The Thing from the classic, I want to say 1970s movie mm-hmm. uh, with Kurt Russell. Fucking awesome, dude. Another movie like Tremors I saw as a young lad, except that one scared the shit out of me way more than Tremors. Yeah, that uh, thing is terrifying. Fantastic. Is terrifying. Still a good movie to revisit too, man. It just kind of takes over whatever it, it, it sucks in, right? It just becomes... Yeah, basically none of them trusted each other because you couldn't really tell who it, it had who taken over or whatnot. Uh, you still retained right. as much of your personality as it wanted you to. Awesome, um, man. Good pick. I'm going to go with the Gremlins, man. Ah, uh, that's a good nice, one, dude. dude. Good. Dude, yeah. uh, though they are funny now as a child, they really did freak me out pretty hard. So I love them, though. Gremlins. Bro, I need to revisit those. Those are classic movies. I have not seen them in a while. Definitely deserve a revisit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That'd be a great pod talk. I mean, it's endless opportunities for us with this pod. But That would be one movie I'd want to see remade. To be honest with you, I could see that. I could see him doing mm-hmm. like a scary or comedy version because it was very lighthearted, but also dark at the same time. Right. So that was great. I'm going to jump in. I'm overthinking it, but but I'm going to stick with Starship Troopers for me. I don't know why. Those those monsters were fucking terrifying, man. Like, and it's kind of one that still stands as, as like an original alien creatures being made and not being recreated in new movies. Monster. <laughs> the arachnoid is what... They're called, right? Christian uh, that arachnoid, arachnids. Um, I just remember the big brain monster, too, at the end. Oh, NPH. with the fucking spike. Yeah, NPH uh, figured <laughs> out how to beat them. The arachnids. <laughs> oh, arachnids. Okay. Yeah, that was terrifying, man. The way they killed, it, it, they just impaled you and, and ripped you apart. It was horrible. Oh, man. That would be the scariest shit in the world to get sent to those planets and have oh, to fight a wave and after wave of those things. Like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sir. I was going <clears> to <throat> jump in and say just um, a classic villain, if you will, but um, just zombies in general. Zombies from any of the, you know, Walking Dead or any of the other classic tales of just people getting infected and then biting and infecting other people. Hey, to and- specify, what zombie? There's so many zombies out there, bro. I would say more of like Walking Dead, Walking Dead style zombie and the, how the world changes when it goes to shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Terrifying. Well, uh, I'm not trying to be a, a Dave hater tonight, but <laughs> I am voting you off the island again simply because I feel like I could live against zombies easier than I could live against those other monsters. So. Against the gremlins? Fuck, I could kill a gremlin easier. Yeah, but I mean, like, gremlins zo- are... A horde of gremlins, zombies. Gremlins are cool. I like the gremlin. Maybe, <laughs> I'll, bef- maybe I'll befriend one, you know? Not only can I live against it, maybe I want to hang out with one. Like that one was a professor; he could talk. But what's the what's what's like what's the goal of um, why are we listing these monsters though? Like what's you know what I'm saying? Our our favorite, you know. Okay, I got you. No really specific terms. So so uh, don't don't be mad that I'm voting off. I know it hurts in your heart. Heart. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. 
generic zombies and i'm gonna <laughs> put them on what about you ab um what you thinking my man i think out of level of scariness um gremlins just don't really come <laughs> off as scary for me which it, they are and i should rewatch it no but uh, they're more humorous yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the reason why i might to uh, say you gotta go um thank you al that's the only reason why i was asking because i revisited gremlins and i used to think it was like a scary movie dude i i don't know if i just fully didn't remember the film from being a, a child when i watched it so i watched it thinking i was going to be afraid and i was like man this is like really played up for like children so that's the only reason why i was asking but sorry fig i have to go <laughs> i have to go with gremlins oh, oh. i would love none of no, i would I would love to own uh what are they called? Mugwai or what are they called? Gizmo? Gizmo? Yeah. yeah, Gizmo like would be tight. Mugwise or something. Mugwise. If I owned a um Mogwai, I think is what they're called. If I owned one of those, dude, it's definitely turning into a grillin. Like I I think I would fuck that up. Dude, I mean, it's real I feel like water's everywhere though. So by mistake something happened in. And feeding it after midnight. Forget about oh, it, man. Oh, yeah, shit. Game over. Uh, For sure. Um, What was your monster pick again, Alex? I picked the arachnoid. Oh, arachnoid. From yeah. Starship Arach- Trooper. Arachnid. Arachnids. <laughs> okay. Well, arachnids Arachnads. are cool. They're cool to me, man. So they're safe. Zombies. So I, I'm not... I don't think I've ever seen a thing, man. Um, wh- wh- what? I have not seen it. Yeah, sadly. What? What? They kind even of remade it too. I think. Mm-hmm. What is it? A? It's a monster or like it's a, a thing? It's like yeah. So they're like scientists in this. Oh, where are they at? Alaska or Antarctica or somewhere? Mm-hmm. And they unfreeze this thing from the ice on accident, and I, I don't know that it. It's got like a very am animor- amorphous. Is that the word? Body. Always in flux kind of type deal, Animal. but it's a parasite and it can take hold of someone's body. And if like we were talking right now, it could be infected in you and we wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, know you would I be all, all the scientists in the outposts fucking don't trust each other and they start killing each other. It kills them. And it's just a fucking really good movie, man. Mm-hmm. It's like in a psychological thriller. Yeah. I it's kind of yeah. like alien or something where you don't see mm-hmm. the monster a lot, but it just it rides on like emotion yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay. It's a, it's a classic. Dude. Yeah. You should definitely watch it sometime, man. That does sound dope. I I don't know who to choose, man. There's really two for gremlins. There's <laughs> one for zombies. I could play devil's advocate and go with zombies. Um Walking Dead zombies. Walking Dead zombies. Um, dude. Sorry, Dave. I think I might have to go with zombies. Well, now let's see, Steve. What do you say? Steve. We'll add him in. He's like Steve. <laughs> so there's well, we a got, we got a push going on right now then yeah we got sounds a stalemate like, like steve is one of the zombies right now you know mm-hmm. <laughs> right <laughs> so there's room on the boat i guess for both of you guys sorry damn gremlins are gonna fuck that boat up son <laughs> dude zombie gremlins man think about that <laughs> That That's is what I, I wouldn't. I zombie, would not want to face those. You know what I'm saying? Zombie gremlins for sure. Would not want to face. You should have picked man. that as your monster, Dave. You, you'd be all right. Dave and I team up, and we just outpower everyone. Is that what's going <laughs> don't on? gremlins eat people though? They fuck Definitely. with people. I don't think. Do they, they just eat. fuck with people? They don't. Yeah, really eat I don't really think there's a whole lot of. I mean, I haven't seen the movie. They just really cause often. chaos. They just I don't like think being they're fuckers, killing. Essentially, yeah, yeah. I don't they don't kill. They like if to stir is. the pot, man. If you die in the process, they don't care. Yeah, it's they like will. an accidental death. Yeah. There is killing going on because they don't. They just don't give a fuck. 
They'll throw they like knives to party. for fun. If one yeah. hits you in the eye and kills you, then, you know, whatever. They That's honestly true. like to party and they don't give a fuck. So it's like if you're dying around them, you're just straight up square, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if like <laughs> Dave was an evil creature, you know, <laughs> probably a gremlin. Man. I was going to say, uh, likes to party us in our early 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We could have hung with some gremlins. Someone gets hurt, man. That's their fault, bro. (laughs) All righty. Well, we'll just say uh, maybe they both get voted off the island and sayonara to those. But on that note, my friends, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days, my guys. Stay safe, brothers. If you feel some vibrations, get off the ground. Keep on digging. I will see you later, friends. If you suspect a graboid is below you, protect your nuts. Goodbye.